0: Hello, hello, beloved. Welcome to another episode of Queer Christian Conversations with me, your host, Coach Yema. What I do is I help LGBTQ plus people heal fear, shame, and doubt when it comes to their relationship with God so that they can have a deep connection with the Lord and live their life to the fullest, expressions of who they are, like I'm doing, okay? Now, it took me a little bit to get here, but that's the work that I do. So if you are interested in any of that, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Coach Yama. Let's get into it today. Today, I want to talk about the experience I had with my mother. Okay, we know that's a touchy subject when it comes to mothers and parents and being affirming and non-affirming. And I want to tell you how I worked through being in close contact with my mom and healing the rejection trigger that came up. And I shared this on Instagram uh, last month and I haven't had a chance to record the podcast episode for it because we're doing something new, y'all. So I used to go live on Instagram. I'm no longer doing that. And what I used to do, I I used to take the audio off of those live videos and bring it here on the podcast. We're going to be doing something a little different. And uh, this is going to be, I think, my second only episode of recording just straight to the mic and talking to the mic. So basically talking to myself (laughs) and not to a live audience. So bear with me as we transition into this, y'all. And for all of my OG listeners, thank you so much for supporting. Thank you for following. Um, I really appreciate all of you all. We've been doing this for over three years now, and I cannot believe it, okay? I've been doing this work and serving my community and loving on y'all for three years, and I just cannot wait. This is a lifetime thing for me, and I'm really, really excited about it. And what I want us to talk about today, again, is about my triggers that came up when my mother came to visit me if you're not aware i am currently residing in mexico and for the past few years i've really had this strong desire to treat my mom to a Caribbean vacation, to the blue waters and the white sands and the fresh fruits and, you know, and and the vibe and the warm weather and the people. I just love it here and I wanted her to have that experience. She's never had that experience and so I really wanted that for her. And so she was finally able to come um, last month in January and we had a great time at the end. But in the beginning, it was really a struggle um, because I was getting hella triggered, okay? And what happened was my mom was here for seven days and we were going out, I was treating her, I was showing her the town. You know, I'm doing it up because I'm somebody who... I love creating experiences for people, like I think in my other life, I should probably be a travel agent. I mean I could do it now, and low key I still want to do it, and you know what this is a a kind of like an exclusive episode, so i'm gonna i'm gonna bring you into my mind really quickly when it comes to travel because I really do love that, and so I really want us to have a queer retreat in the Caribbean, okay. What do y'all think about that? Is that something that you would be interested in? Slide into my DMs on Instagram and let me know because I will put that together, okay? I mean, it's it's kind of in my spirit, y'all, okay? So let me know if this is something that you want because I'm only gonna create and do what you want, okay? Because that's, I wanna benefit you. I'm here to serve you, right? I'm I've been called to serve you. So I need you to tell me, that's something that you're interested in and if you're not following me on instagram go ahead and do so it's at coach yema y-e-a m as in mom a h so back to the story so my mom's here for seven days and i'm really uh taking her out showing her a good time and we're coming back and we're reviewing our day and we're looking at pictures right and i noticed that My mom, right? um, This is like the, the, the beginning and the end of the triggers because it was happening low key throughout the day in a sense, but it was the evening reviewing of the pictures that started to build up for me. So my mom, we would be going through the pictures and my mom would be like zooming in on herself and not me. And first I started making little cute comments about it, like, oh, you don't see me in the picture too. And she would reference Joel Osteen, like, Yeah, um, Joel Osteen says we all do this when we have pictures, we're looking at ourselves first. And she just like would like scroll past the pictures that I took of myself or like that I took of us, maybe, um, and the ones that of herself, she's like zooming in and looking at all this other stuff. So it started to get to me because I started to think. I'm doing all this stuff and this woman is not even seeing me and if you don't know the background of me and my mom and my coming out story uh she is not affirming but she's welcoming in her mind I truly believe she's thinking I'm gonna accept her because that's my daughter and I am her only daughter but I'm gonna be praying in the background that she marries a man because I don't think she fully understands that I'm bisexual that was never off the table <laughs> That was never off the table, sis. Like, (laughs) that was always a possibility. So I think in her mind, like, that's where she's at. But when I had my ex-girlfriend, she was living uh, with me at the time in Colorado. Not my ex-girlfriend, my mom was. And she was very welcoming to her and was even saying, like, when she was leaving, um, that she would miss her. So she's kind of in this vague... I'm a mom, I'm gonna accept my child regardless, but I really want this for her because of her own beliefs, right? And if you need help coming out to conservative family, conservative family, I have a book that you can access on my website, yema, dot com that'll take you through five steps on how to do that. So my mother is scrolling in on herself. She's zooming in. Every time she zooms in, my heart, breaks a little bit more, my rejection is screaming at me. Okay. And so I know what's happening. I'm acknowledging, oh my goodness, like I'm feeling rejected right now. Um, and I do what I know to do, right? I go in, I talk to God, I reach out to people that can help, right? Which for me in this moment is people on YouTube, teachers that I know that teach to the higher version of me because you all know that we have higher conversations. We're always gonna come up higher, right? Because that's where the freedom is. Not living here in the muck of uh, these lower vibe uh, emotions. right? And so I'm doing that and I'm Trying to help myself right in the evenings that I have to myself and the mornings that I have to myself to prep myself to have this time with my mom and really show up and be present, but the first couple of days is really not working, right? And so what I had to do um like is built up to like the third night and I really got like really, really triggered, and my mom had no clue, right um but I went back to my room for the evening and I spent all night looking up on how to manage what I was feeling, what I was going through, and it wasn't working. Eventually, I listened to a teaching that really helped me get clear, uh, that was able to put me to sleep for a few hours, but I really needed to talk to somebody, right? And so I called my support person and she was able to highlight something to me that in the midst of that trigger, I had forgotten. And this is something that I teach, not only here on the podcast, but to my clients, that we in situations need to go in full. And when I say full, I mean that you are aware that there is nothing missing and there is nothing lacking within you. And the validation that I was looking for from my mom, because I wanted my mom to be like, Oh, you're so amazing. Like you're so awesome. Right. Like who doesn't want to hear that from my mom, from their mom? We all do. Right. But living at a higher, at a higher stratosphere, right. In the higher vibration as a Christian, I come into situations full. I come into situations already fully loved, already fully validated, already fully seen by God. And those experiences right, are real in my emotions. And I don't need my mother or my father or my partner or whoever it is in my life to show up to be anything for me to be okay. And so three days into the trip, her trip being here with me i have forgotten that can we be honest can we be real i forgot right i and in the beginning of me trying to process through that i was going the intellectual route i was trying to uh logically reason through okay this is what's happening and this is where i am and process that and and go through all these mental acrobatics that were only giving me a temporary relief until the next trigger but the shift Right happened, number one, because I reached out for help. I think that, and my cousin said this to me yesterday, which is so powerful, that we really think when we don't, especially as black women, right? We think that uh, reaching out for help is a sign of weakness. But when somebody says that I don't need any help, that is actually a sign of weakness, right? And so I reached out for the help that I had available to me at the time. And the help that I have available to me, we've had a history of a relationship where we have both have agreed to call each other up higher. right? And so this was a connection that I could tap into that I knew would not leave me um, in a pity party, would not leave me in a trigger, will not leave me making everything else outside of me the reason of why I'm not okay, which is always a lie. Right? So here's the thing. When I was able to reach out number 1 for help, number 2 to be reminded of what I already know. So the work has been done. The foundation is there. I, right? And not to like to my own horn but to to, right? I've done the work. And so I needed to be reminded, girl, you are completely in your ego right now. You are completely in your pride right now because you're giving to your mom in order to receive something from her. That's awful, right? You're wanting her to be something for you to be okay. And like, she's in a sense wanting the same thing from you. So you guys are perfectly mirroring each other and you are making it her fault. Completely not okay. And so this level of work that I'm sharing with you right now takes some time to get here to where you can even have this conversation. This is the work that I do with my clients, right? I am somebody who, I have mercy, I have compassion. I know, like one of my clients said to me the other day, um, she said, "I know you're not, you know, gonna coddle us," and I'm like, "No, like I do. We'll coddle you, but up to a point, because I see how amazing you are, and I see how powerful you are, and I see that you have access to love that's never ending, that's never gonna shift, that's never gonna wean, and I want you to stay connected to that love, and so I am gonna call you up higher into love, right?" Because where I was operating with my mom was not from a place of love. Can we be honest? I wasn't being loving, right? I wasn't unconditionally loving my mom. I was giving to my mom so I could receive something from her. I was expecting her to be something for me to be okay. I was giving her power to determine where I was emotionally and spiritually. That's not okay. That's not fair to her because she's not God. Can we talk about it? She's not God, okay? There's only one. Come on now. I mean, it manifests in all of us, but there's only one. And so I'm asking for my mom, okay, to unconditionally love me, see me, um, honor me, validate me, all of these things, and I'm not giving that to her. I'm not loving her, y'all. This was so wild, okay? Because once this shift happened, other S-H-I-T happened, okay? The shift happened and other stuff hit the fan, not in a terrible way, as well, where my emotions got activated again, right? But when it happened, it wasn't, I need now to go sit and process through all of it. It was an immediate Where's my unconditional love for my mom right now? Like, am I really saying now she has to be something for me to love her? Catch it. Are you catching it? Baby, take a moment. Ooh, let's take a moment. Let's catch it. Let's catch it. Let's catch it. It started off with me needing my mom to be something for me to feel loved. Okay. Then it started to be. I need my mom to be something for me to love her. Hmm, toxic much? Yes, okay. And if you're here, baby, please, beloved. I don't want you to be hard on yourself. I want you to have compassion. I want you to have grace. I'm sharing these things with you because I want to show you, number one, I'm transparent, okay? None of us are perfect in what we're doing. The work that I do in the program Confidently Queer is to help you get past all of the hurdles that I've already passed through, right? Because I'm out. I'm living the authentic version of myself. And in that, there are still and will continue to be moments of growth for me, like there will be for you. But I want the conversations that you're gonna have with your support team to be reminders because you've done the work, right? specifically when it comes to these parental relationships because there's so much weight that's placed on the title of mom, that's placed on the title of dad, that's placed on the title of family. And we feed into these social constructs and we ask of these humans to be God to us. And we ask them and we expect... Even if we won't say it, we expect perfection. Like you need to be a perfect mom for me to love you. Where is the Christian part of being a queer Christian at? Where is the love part, right? When I say we are calling each other up higher, that higher is love. I want you to right now because you listen to the podcast, so you have access to your to your um search engine online. I want you to go and search the search emotional frequency table. And I want you to look at, go to the images on Google, okay, and look at where love is, look at where fear, anger, guilt, shame, look at where they are on that table. When I say higher, I'm calling you out of all of that, right? Because rejection. All of our negative emotions, and I will call them negative, I will name them as negative because all they produce in our body is pain and disease, okay? All disease, right? All they produce in our body is stress, With stress is, if you really look at the research when it comes to all of the diseases that we have, right, is a more than majority reason, okay? And uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? I can't think of it right now, okay? The medical term for it. For why we have the diseases, why we experience the illnesses that we have in our society right now, because of fear, right? There's only two extremes of how we can walk into this, walk in the world. It's either fear or it's love. And in the middle, there's a bunch of crap, okay? So I want to call you up above, right? I wanna lift you up out of that, right? The work that I do and Confidently grow with my clients, right, it's we are here to heal that fear of rejection from God specifically. Like I'm not, the work that we do with other people is going to come, but if we still feel rejected from God, because when God called me, okay, and this is my commitment statement, that I read on a consistent basis to remind me of why I'm doing what I do. God said, okay, and this is my commitment, my commi- commitment statement, is I commit to the work of healing the LGBTQ plus community's heart from the root of rejection, okay? And that root of rejection is coming from us believing that God rejects us for being queer, for being lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, questioning, intersex, asexual, aromantic, you know, all of the things, all of the spectrum. We believe that there is a divine rejection. And so what I help you do is build, that's the foundation. I help you build the foundation. So when my mom, or my father is behaving in a way that is triggering rejection, I can fall back on that I'm not rejected by God. And I can draw from that well because I cannot love my mother unconditionally if I am not receiving unconditional love. There's nowhere for me to pull it from. I can't pull it from my behind. Ain't that... (laughs) let me stop. I can't pull it from an empty place. So the foundation, the work that I talked about in the beginning, this is the work. The work is, excuse me, I got to cough a second. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't know how to edit that out. I'm sorry, y'all. Forgive me. Um, The work is building that foundation of being 100% A thousand percent persuaded that you, beloved, listening right now, are unconditionally loved by God. And not in your brain, in your knower, in your heart, that you would know and that you experience that unconditional love. And once you have that, right, because that comes with being affirmed, God will affirm you in that, right, because my job is not to affirm you. My job is to get you to the source so that you can receive your affirmation, okay from God. And once you do that, when all these other really important relationships come and we're existing in those relationships and it's not giving what it needs to give <laughs> as far as the unconditional love, we are able to come up higher, right at that at the tip of that emotional frequency at the top level and give from that and be Christ, imitate Christ in our relationships. That's the ultimate goal. It's not easy. I teach it and I still needed to call somebody to help me out, right? Cause my cousin called me all the way out when it comes, that's my support system, right? Um, I really think about uh, this cousin as if, like God really placed her in my family. Uh, because we are at the same level of spiritual growth and how we are seeing this human experience, which I can't have that conversation with everybody, right? So that conversation was able to shift me back into my higher self because when you know we talk about like uh, falling from grace, I fell from grace, right? And I'm not beating myself up for it, not even a little bit. I'm really excited because, number one, it's great content for y'all, okay, to let you know this thing is a lifestyle, right? That's the lifestyle. Being queer is not a lifestyle. (laughs) I hate when people say that. Um, This love thing, that's the lifestyle, right? That's me showing up and loving people unconditionally, not needing them to affirm me for me to love them. Not needing them to validate, for, validate me for me to love them. Not needing them to be anything, right? Because my mom is who she is. She is not perfect. And I remember too, we were walking down the street and Holy Spirit said, my mom had did something. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and Holy Spirit said, oh, so she needs to be perfect for you to love her? Okay, okay. Because that's how Holy Spirit talks to me. I know how the Holy Spirit talks to you. If you need help <clears throat> hearing the Holy Spirit talk to you, please, I offer complimentary calls, uh, to help you decide if working with me is the right next best step for you. And also, if it's not the next best step for you, also to build a plan. I have so many people come into my inbox that I've had calls with. that say, Coach, even though you know we didn't work together, the steps that you gave me are actually working right? Because I'm still going to be who I am. I'm a coach regardless, right? I am called to this thing they be. So Holy Spirit says, so you need your mother to be perfect for you to love her? Absolutely not. And for the rest of the trip, when that shift was made, it was effortless. I had a beautiful time. All the things I was asking my mom, and wanting my mom to do for me, I began to do it for her, right? Because I wanted my mom to come and be like, okay, so how's your business, right? Like, how's your da-da-da-da-da, how's this going? And my cousin asked me something, said, how old do you know your mom? Are you asking her those questions? And I said, oh my gosh, right? I'm totally being the person <laughs> that I'm mad at her for being. And so it really was such a beautiful trip And I will say that the relationship with my mom feels much more closer. It feels much more authentic. It feels freer because I'm not constrained by her behavior. I'm not constrained by her actions. And um, when I think about it now, right? As I'm talking to you all, when we talk about how God is able to unconditionally love us and we think that we have to earn it, we have to be something for God to love us, walking in this with my mom really helps me understand how God is able to unconditionally love us even more. Like I really like get it, right? I mean, there's more levels, I'm sure i really get it like i don't need you to be i don't need you to be perfect baby (laughs) i just love you and i i see you and i want to know you and there's not enough time in this world like in this day for me to really enjoy you i want to enjoy you and so beloved thank you so much uh for listening if you've gone this far i hope whatever time it is in your day that you're having a beautiful day. And if you are really feeling enough is enough, and you want to have this level of freedom in your relationships with your family, I want you to set up a call with me. The link I'm going to put in the description here so that you can go to the page um and if you are just wanting to not even look in the description because sometimes I struggle with that because i'm listening to to podcasts the link is yema, y e a m a h dot com forward slash or is it backslash try both uh it's a backslash y'all it's the slash and it's book now let me type it in real quick and see okay so I will love to have a conversation with you and really get you to that place of freedom so until next time i hope you have a beautiful beautiful rest of your day bye